to the Fun Sized Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Safeli. This podcast is your favorite place to learn about all things that revolve around health and wellness for females under 5'3". By listening to the Fun Sized Podcast, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for weight loss, muscle building, eating, exercising, strengthening relationships, overall health, and so much more. I know that petite women like you don't just want to curate a rockin' little body of your dreams. You want to know how to eat right, work out smart, feel energized, have fun, boost your confidence, and how to move through life while continuing to maintain a lean physique, especially when things get messy. This podcast will always give you a dose of realness, practicality, and empowerment you truly need to develop the highest version of you and be proud to be petite. So subscribe now if you're ready for solo episodes from me and interviews from the best little guests around to support you on your mission to become fun-sized. Welcome back to another episode. It's Kier here, and I just want to take a second to practice a little bit of gratitude and thank you guys for listening to this podcast and showing up and not only just, you know, listening to me and supporting me, but showing up for yourselves and taking the time to learn a thing or two by being here, and I just, I really appreciate that. Practicing gratitude is something that I do almost every morning. I try to do every morning. Um, And it really just kind of sets intentions for the day and sets up like this positive mindset and environment. So that was one thing that I was grateful for this morning was all of you guys. So I just wanted to let you know. Um, Anyway, so I want to dive into the top three diet mistakes that I see short women making all the time. And I want to talk about how you can fix them. So that means if you're a short girl, if you're under 5'3", and you've been struggling to lose weight, or if you've been sitting at a plateau for a while now, um, I definitely want you to listen to this episode, and I'm certain that there are a few of these mistakes that you're going to be surprised by, and they're going to get you moving in the right direction to feel good about your body, because that's what we're really going for, isn't it? So mistake number one, I'm going to kind of backtrack here and talk tell you a little story. Um, so a couple days ago, I posted on my Instagram stories um, a poll, and the poll was asking, which do you struggle with the most? Is it A, eating too little, B, eating too much, or C, not eating enough of the right things? And the answers kind of surprised me. They were relatively all the same. However, the eating too much category won by a couple of votes and I found this really interesting because what I actually see when a new client comes to me majority of the time she's actually not eating enough and I think that's because all of our lives we just assume that because we're short that we get like half as much as everyone else and then we just automatically gravitate to smaller foods and so what I actually see is that Women are not eating a lot of food at one sitting, but what they are eating is high-calorie, dense foods. And so that's what's making them think that they're overeating because they are, (laughs) I shouldn't say always, but sometimes like they're eating high calories 
but it's not like the volume of food that they're eating is very high at all. And so there's a difference there and it's kind of hard to explain, but I'm going to try my best. So um, my famous example is the apples versus the cookies, right? So apples are typically bigger in volume than a cookie, right? So they're like a sphere, they're rounder, they've got, they're just more, they take up more space, right? Whereas a cookie, um, it's, I don't know, maybe like a quarter of that space, maybe a third if we're lucky. It just depends on the size of the cookies and the apples, honestly, but you get what I'm trying to say here. So an apple takes up more space than a cookie, but a cookie is more calories than a apple. And so what happens when your body eats the cookie, because it's calorie dense and it's actually nutrient stripped, you eat that cookie and your body gets the calories, but it goes, wait, there's no nutrients here and that wasn't a lot of food, I want more. And that's what causes you to eat more and more cookies, right? Because it's so easy to just eat like six cookies in a row without even thinking. It's just, you're, you just are able to do it. Um, whereas if you eat an apple, there's a lot of nutrients in that apple. However, it's not very calorie dense. So what happens is you eat that apple and your body goes, oh, okay, that's enough of that. I got enough nutrients, I'm good. Yet it's less calories than the cookie. But again, it's because of the volume, it's because of the nutrients. So what we need to be doing as petite women is not just looking for the smaller portions or the smaller size of things. Like we need to be looking for the nutrient dense foods that take up more space that don't leave us feeling like we're empty still, if that makes any sense. So yeah, that's that's mistake number one is not eating enough of the nutrient-dense foods and eating too much of the calorie-dense foods. And so um, I'm going to tell you at the end where you can get like a good resource for where you can find some nutrient-dense foods. Um, but yeah, so anyway, mistake number two is that we aren't really good at managing our stress. Now, this goes for basically everyone, not just petite girls, but I'll tell you why petite women are actually a little bit more delicate when it comes to stress hormones. So think about alcohol for a second, right? A smaller person typically is going to feel the effects of alcohol more than a taller person just because we have a little bit less mass, right? We have less body mass. So typically that's what happens. I know there's always exceptions to the rule, but that's just kind of where we're at. So I want you to think about a smaller person feeling the effects of a stress hormone release. Um, they're probably going to feel it much more. And here's another analogy. So let's take two fireplaces, right? One is really big and one is really small and we have the same size of flame in each of them so that flame is your stress hormone your stress release your stress hormones and then um the fireplace is like the the size of your body so if you're that small fireplace that flame inside is going to look like it's roaring it's taking up so much space it's on it's on fire oh my god whereas the other fireplace the taller one bigger one it's it's going to look normal. Like you're going to see the fire in there and you're going to see space around it and you're not going to think anything bad is happening. Like you don't see as much damage going on, right? So as a smaller woman, we need to control that flame more because diets will never, ever, ever work until your body feels 
safe. And so if you're constantly in that fight or flight mode, I always screw those up. But if you're constantly stressed out, your body is going to hold on to every little ounce of fat it's got, especially around your midsection. And that's because it wants to protect your organs because if we take it back to like our primal days, if we were stressed out, it's because we were running from something or like we were in danger. And so your body just, when you get stressed out, your body's like, nope, we got to protect, protect, protect. And that's what happens. We like hold on to the weight because we need to survive. Um, unfortunately, you know, <laughs> or I guess I should say fortunately in this modern day world, we don't need that, but your body still does that for you. So what you need to do is to manage your stress first, and then you'll have a much easier time losing weight. And now I know that's way easier said than done, you know, like we've got bills to pay and our jobs are stressful and this, that, the other, but that is why it's so important to practice self-care. And self-care is becoming a huge, huge thing these days. It's becoming super popular and that's because we're all freaking stressed out and high strung and like we need to practice these things so that we decrease these stress levels and just feel better. So living a healthy lifestyle is actually an act of self-care. Um, I know some people think that, you know, eating healthy is torture, but it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be a punishment. Actually feeding your body and exercising that is self-care. That's treating your body the way it needs to be treated. And I think a lot of people also think that self-care is like, oh, going to get manicures and pedicures and spa days and all that. And that's not always the case. Self-care is talking to yourself in a way that, you know, like you're friends with yourself and not hating your body and not sitting there and looking in the mirror going like, oh, look at that cellulite. I hate it. Instead, you're looking in the mirror going, oh my God, look at this amazing body. It works for me every single day day. And so there's a lot of different things you can do to practice self-care that don't include spending tons of money on like spa days and things that you don't really necessarily need. Um, I mean, of course, they're always really nice to get a good massage, but at the same time, like that's not going to help the underlying problems. Like if you're stressed out because you're not making enough money, like that active self-care of going to spend money on getting a pedicure is not going to make you feel any better. It's probably going to make you feel worse. But instead, if you do the work, if you journal, if you, um, I don't know, if you, if you do the work to, um, lessen the amount of, of stress of that, like not having enough money, you're going to feel better. Um, it's an abundance mindset that's so being scared about, this is a side topic, but being scared about not having enough money is a scarcity mindset. So you're living in this place where you're like, oh my god, like, I don't have, I, I can't because I, I don't have this money. I, I think that's the worst excuse that I hear from anyone is when they're like, oh, I can't afford it. And it's like, uh, you know, like, that's, you're, you're staying small, you're staying in this place where you'll never be able to grow if you feel like you can't do something. Um, and so instead, try to flip your mindset. And it's not always easy. It's something that I'm still even working on is to live in a place of abundance where, you know, like you're always going to have the opportunity to make more money. Even if like right now it feels impossible, the truth is 
you are always going to have an opportunity, whether it be where you're currently working or outside of that. Like you, we are humans. We are resourceful. We have so many options to make money. Like you're never going to just be poor. Like I don't, I just, I don't believe that you'll ever just end up on the street. Like, if you're listening to this right now, you are a smart, beautiful, bright woman. And I know that you have it in you to always do better and be better and be more. So that total side tangent. But um, yeah, like come from a place of abundance rather than scarcity, because that puts you in this place of ease and, and less stress and you're not constantly being like I'm not enough I'm not enough um but you're you're in this happier place and again so (laughs) when you have a less stressful environment or you have less negative self-talk in your head what actually happens is you give your body that safe space to transform and get it what it is that you really want that that body transformation or even if it's not even a full body transformation if you're not even looking for that like if you're just looking to tone up slim down just a little bit just to feel better like that is the first step is making yourself feel safe and loved and then everything is just it feels almost effortless after that like I'll tell you even a story about um, this is kind of about my HA, uh, hypothalamic amenorrhea, um, which I've been meaning to do a podcast about for the longest time. But honestly, like I, um, I, I always knew that something was wrong, right? I wasn't really getting a period. Um, I always deep down knew something was wrong and I needed to address it, but I was so scared to address it because I never felt like I was in that safe space to address it, you know, like I was struggling as a trainer to make money and I was young and I, you know, like all these things that I, I didn't have a boyfriend at the time. Like I, I was looking for so many things in so many different places, but I didn't really feel safe. And then when I met Justin, my current boyfriend, um, I don't know, things just really aligned. And even though we weren't living together at the time, I just felt so safe. It was, it's very hard to explain because I don't, I'm not that type of person who'd like meet someone and is like, oh, everything's great. Like it just, everything just felt great though. Like it just, I felt safe for the first time in my life. And, um, when I found out about the HA thing, I wasn't scared to tell him. It was one of those things where it was like, this is what's happening with me and I need to address it. And I'm finally feeling like I'm in that safe space to address it. And so I did. And I don't think that I would have been able to fully go all in and do what I did to heal my body if it weren't just for him being there. Like, it's it's weird to say because I don't want to like place blame, not even blame, but place anything on anyone saying like this is the reason why I did this um because ultimately I did it myself but I guess what I'm trying to say is that just that feeling of being safe is what allowed me to do what I needed to do to get where I needed to be and that's what I did and that's what I hope that all of you will do when you when you need it the most you know like make that safe container for yourself. I know it's not always easy to like find a partner to make that safe container for yourself, but if you can do it in some other way, do it. Okay. I'm telling you, like it totally pays off and you will feel so much better in the end. Anyway, number three is that 
Um, number three, the biggest diet mistake that um, I see women making is that they don't understand how their height actually plays a role in their energy balance. This is a big one, um, and this is something that I didn't know for a very long time, and when I did, everything made sense. So there's so many reasons why it's so challenging for us to lose weight. Um, if you haven't listened to my, I believe it was my first episode, um, <laughs> Um, on this podcast, so it's why petites have a hard time losing weight. I forget the name of the title exactly, but um, it's probably my most played episode on this podcast so far. But if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. So there's a ton of reasons why it's so challenging for us petite women to lose weight. Um, and it wasn't until I discovered all of these that like everything just made sense. And then because everything made sense, I was able to overcome it by strategic planning. So, for example, um, energy expenditure. Like, we as petite women don't burn as many calories doing the same amount of work as someone who is taller than us, bigger than us, right? So, if my boyfriend and I go on a hike, we walk the same amount of steps. If, if anything, I walk more steps because my strides are smaller. But we do the same distance for the same exact time frame but guess what he's gonna burn more calories than me <sighs> which is totally not fair because I feel like I'm doing more work right I'm stepping hard like farther or I'm stepping more but like the if I'm climbing something like I feel like I have to take larger steps in order to do that and put more like ugh, into my step I don't know how to explain it but um anyway like it's it just feels not fair because he's burning more calories doing what feels like less work for him and um so once I discovered that you know that's what's happening when I do all these other um you know mainstream fitness programs it's that's why I'm not getting the results that everyone else is getting because they're all burning a lot of calories but I'm over here like not um and so once I figured that out, I was like, oh, like, I could do all of these other things to make up for that. Or, you know, fix the way I'm eating to make sure that the balance is right. And so that is just the biggest thing, right? Like, understanding how your body works, how your petite body works, especially, is what's going to help you, you know, take that leap and go farther than everyone else. So, um, and not only is it, like, hugely beneficial to learn about the challenges and the obstacles that you have as a petite woman, but it's so valuable to surround yourself with other petite women who share your same challenges rather than trying to figure out all on your own. So I talk about this all the time. I grew up in a family, like I am the shortest one in my family. Um, all of my friends were always taller than me. Ever, like I was always the shortest girl in my classes, on my sports team, everywhere. Like. I was always the short one. Like, I never really had short friends until I went to college. And my best friend in college was my same exact height. And for the first time, I was like, wow, like, I feel heard. I feel normal. I feel like you're not judging me or that I'm actually, like, you know, good enough. I don't know. Like, it was, it was a very eye-opening thing where it was the first time that I had someone my own height. And, like my own age. I think that's, um, that's worth saying too, because I, when I was growing up, I had, um, my best friend who was two years younger than me, but she was my height, but it, it just didn't, 
I don't know, didn't click. Um, but until I met that girl. And then just like slowly after that, I started connecting with more and more women who were my own height. And it's super valuable. Like, it's like, oh my God, like this just, you know, you feel heard and you feel again, like you're in that safe space and that safe container. Um, so yeah. Um, and even now, like, um, it's hard to say, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, don't hang around those tall people anymore. <laughs> you can't really do that. That's not practical. You know, like, I have very, I have people in my life who are taller than me that I absolutely love, and I wouldn't just, like, not hang out with them or not talk to them. That's not what I'm getting at. But I'm, what I'm saying is that have, like, find your petite tribe, if if I can say that, um, yeah, I don't know. Just surround yourself with more women. It's going to help you understand your um, portion sizes better. It's going to help you understand your body better. Um, and yeah, so those are the top three diet mistakes that I see people making. And um, I just, I want you to see that like when you work with your body instead of against it, it will actually promote that healthy lifestyle, fat loss, whatever it is that you're looking for in a way that's going to feel easy and less stressful. And I just want you to take a minute here and just imagine what it would feel like if you no longer had to worry about how to lose weight, but instead you could just focus on the things in your life that truly matter so much more. Take a second and think about it. So if you found this episode helpful today, I have so much more to share with you. I have a live free webinar coming up in just a few days, and you don't want to miss it. The free webinar is called How to Balance Food, Fitness, and Fun as a Female Under 5'3". And I'm going to take what you learned here, and I'm going to dive into it even deeper. Plus, I'm going to have some time for some real live Q&A. So if you have any questions, bring them. Please bring them and we will discuss them and go over them and all that. So go to www.funsizedformula.com slash balance to get all the details. It's going to be live, so you don't want to miss it. And I really, 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 really hope to see you there. Um, so again, I'm really excited um, to spend even more time hacking healthier lifestyle tips with you. If you hear some crying in the background, that is my dog. She wants to go outside. So I've got to run and do that. But just head on over to www.funsizedformula.com balance to get signed up. You don't want to miss it, guys. It's going to be amazing. And please, please, please feel free to share it with a friend. Bring your petite tribe. Um, let's try to get as many women under 5'3 in there as possible. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, bye for now. Thank you.